All right, all right. I know you're not hearing the music. I wanted to um, add this before you hear the podcast. We went live on uh, YouTube, Twitter. I know YouTube went down, but thank you for uh, tuning in, watching me and Tim pick. This is a pick for this weekend. I rarely do this, right? I was having a lot of fun with Tim. Tim was showing off his fucking strap. Uh, you know, he's current the the pick'em champion right now. Got my head a little bit. Okay, I'm not afraid to admit that. I picked a little wild here. Okay, so I, I'm I die with my picks, but I'm going to give you picks right now. I'm going to change my picks. So when you listen to the podcast, when these two fights come up, they're asterisks next to them. So the first fight is Alex Morono versus Reese McKee. I picked Morono. He's a sizable favorite. I cannot fucking live with myself picking Alex Morono. I I never have. I never will. He might steamroll Reese McKee. Reese McKee, you know, we haven't seen a lot from him, but I I can't pick him. I just fucking can't do it. You know what I mean? Shoot me, kill me, whatever. I can't do that. I'm taking the dog money in Reese McKee. He was plus 168 the last time I looked. Um, so I'm going to take the dog. So Tim and I are split on that. I can't bet Morono at minus 200 or even 190. Some places have him at 190. Uh, I can't do it. I fucking can't do it. I'd rather get... Uh, when I get my vasectomy, I'd rather have no numbing cream or numbing shot than fucking do that. I can't do it. And the other thing, I can't pick on my dick, guys. Okay, so last night I did some research on Corn McKenna. I am fucking impressed with her life story and everything she's put into this. Even though I want to have sex with Kate Hans- uh, Kay Hansen's face and her body and everything like that, I, I can't lead with my dick. I did no research on McKenna. I just blindly pick Hansen. McKenna's a sizable underdog, which is crazy. That fight should be pick so I'm going to I'm switching those picks. So I'm going two underdog picks here. I'm going Corey McKenna, which Tim already has, and I'm going Reese McKee. Two underdog picks. The pick that the pick I did was just a little too chalky. That's not me. I'm a gambler, man. I like to pick wild. So that's that. So enjoy the, the pick if you haven't heard it yet. You know, again, we were live on YouTube and twitter you got to tune into those when we do those those are a lot of fun but tim and i picked this card so remember when those fights come up i'm gonna pick the opposite but remember this message all right you hear the music oh yeah this is the mma takes podcast podcast. with your host brian petrie hey Oh, baby, baby, we got to pick them. And listen, I, I will say this, Timbo. I try to get a little belt so I can put it on your side of the screen. It was way too complicated. And for there it is. There it is. Current champ. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I uh, Listen, we are... <laughs> We are one third of this podcast. We have another uh, guy who does the pickums with us, and he will not, and he has still not said that you were champion. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You beat us, all, me, him, and me, you, and Dev. You won head to head. You beat me head to head, which to me that that carries all the weight in the world. I asked for this rematch. I tried to get a little um, champ thing down there. I couldn't figure it out yet. I'm still working through the process, but I'm going to get it. Oh, there it is. It looks good. It looks good, man. I'm going to get it one day. I'm going to get it right now. I'm going to get it right now. I got, I'm, I'm picking. There's 12 fights this weekend as of right now. Fingers crossed. I think I'm going to go 12 for 12. Okay. I think that I don't, I, I don't think that's crazy to say. I think I can say I'm going to go 12 for 12. Uh, <laughs> Nah, I think it's pretty crazy. There's three chick fights on this court. Well, one of them is going to go wrong. I'm actually confident in the lady fights because the one lady, you know, she's she's my lady. Um, And the other ones, I mean, I think they're I think they're actually one sided. All right, so let's get jumps. Let's let's jump to it. Let's not bury the lead. Um, Timbo, you're the champ. I recognize that. You had a fantastic weekend last weekend. You picked Andre Olowski. You won money. You beat me last time. Head up, heads up. You beat me and Devin last time. Unequivocally, the champ. I am. I am in all of your or your capper skills. So, with that being said, how do you want to start? Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? We're taking the same guy here. There's no. <laughs> there's no question on that. Right, but it, 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 it's a matter of. Who takes the oh. next? Right, oh, okay. the, pa- oh, okay. the pattern well, throughout on. the I need, yeah. I need to so check the figure, order yeah, real quick. Figure that out. Hold on a sec. All right, so me, you, me. I'll let you. I'll give you the respect to do it. I'll go first. You'll go first. All right. Yeah. Let's hear it. So you got Dontel Mays. He's a minus two thirty favorite. He is seven and four. He is fighting Rogue Martinez, who is a plus one thirty four underdog. He is uh, fifteen six and two. Are you taking the Roguester? Or are you taking Dontel Mays? Baby, taking Dontel straight out of 
Ohio. Where'd you say he's really from? I think he's from Indiana, but he trained in Kentucky. I'm not really sure, but he's from the tri-state area. He's I would okay. give he's a little bit of a homer, I would say. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Dante Mays. Um we were just talking before the podcast. Uh, Martinez has fought, I guess, some decent competition. Um yeah, you know, we yes. talked about his fight with Fedor. Yeah. I mean, not Fedor, Krokop. Krokop. Um, got his head split open. Um, but you know, Dante Mays, he he I believe he lost a decision to Cyril Gain. Uh no, he got submitted. Gagne, oh, Gagne not- tapped him. So I think he's been submitted twice in his UFC career so far. Nasacito, yeah. Uh, Gagne heel hooked him. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Nasacito rear naked choked him. Right. He's a well, banger. He don't want to be on the fucking yeah, floor. He wants yeah. to bang. Let him bang, bro. This is uh, you know, this is the eye test, man. And yeah. for those of you who are live with us, look at this guy. <laughs> Rogue. I, I can I can share my screen here. You want let let's you know what? Ah, uh, yeah. It's let's built. do it. Let's do, that let's, let's do it. He he has that belt. He he's proud of that belt. Um, okay. I wonder what that belt is. I tell you what it is. It is backyard wrestling. It is the belt. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna do a little screen share here. Okay. Um, this wasn't this wasn't prompt to. Uh, I'm sorry, Rogue Martinez Martinez, but I mean, look at this guy. Okay. I mean. Oh my god. I mean, listen. That's Dude. not. That's not a body of an athlete. I hate to listen. I'm not in the greatest shape in the world either. Your boy's got these arms though. Uh, this oh, guy clearly looks like he weighed a lot more in his life. So I'm not gonna. He looks like he's lost some weight, but it's hard to judge a book by its cover. But this guy is not just. This is not a world class athlete. He's just not. I, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just. It is what it is. Uh, I hate to be the big, you know, dick about it, but we'll stop. Well, let's just let's just get let's just get rid of that. Well, he looks like he's like two months into his my five hundred pound life. Yeah, right. Journey. It's just a loose. And he's skin. lost some weight, but it's, it's just, just mad loose and shit. That's why I never lose more than ten pounds, and I put ten pounds on it. Lose ten because I don't want the loose skin. Okay, I'll just stay yeah. kind of chubby. I'll stay all right. <laughs> you got that loose skin, <laughs> so you're taking Dante Mays. I say, assume right. We yeah. just roasted Rogue Martinez for a good while. That's that's unfair to him. Sorry, Rogue. Um, I know uh, you got fans out there. I'm just not one of them. All right, Dante Mays. Listen again. Uh, I've said this before. We're supposed to spar him. We had some some things lined up or whatever. Kind of a hometown guy. I've seen him fight live twice as an amateur. He went undefeated here as an amateur. He's fucking knocking everybody out. People were afraid of him. He's he's an intimidating guy. He's big. He's powerful. Kind of one-dimensional. He's had a lot of shots at the contender series. He finally got it right his last time out, but he's 0-2 in the UFC. This is a classic hungry dog runs faster. I mean, Rogue Martinez fought Romanoff. There's no shame in losing to Romanoff. There's, I mean, they're, obviously, the dude's a fucking savage, but... You know, I I feel like Dante wants this more. I really do. I feel like he wants this more. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dante as well. Minus two thirty. I don't know if you can play this. I really don't. I think I think I'll be okay if you add in a parlay. If you want to maybe um, spruce some things up. If you want to really. If you're gonna do multiple parlays. If you're a one parlay guy, one shot guy. Maybe not him. Maybe leave him off. I think he's a little pricey for a straight razor for a guy who has never won the UFC yet. So you that's why the prop to finish. You know, Rogue Martinez is actually pretty good. Like, uh, he doesn't get knocked out all that much. I mean, he got submitted by Romanoff, but he was getting his fucking head pounded in. He didn't give up, right? The guy's got a decent chin on him. I don't see Dantel submitting him. Uh, I see Dantel piecing him up on the feet, and hopefully his cardio, because cardio's plugged him in the past, hopefully his cardio's up to snuff. I, I, I don't see a finish happening here. They're big boys. Anything can happen. I don't mm-hmm. have that prop pulled up. I should probably do that, because if we're going to talk props, I'll pull that up. But um, yeah, I, one stop I, shot, right? One, one stop shot for props, baby. But um, betting the first fight of the night scares me a little bit. Um, on, in this spot, usually I always like to get off to a good start. But if I fuck this up because there are two heavyweights that haven't really won yet, then you, I feel like it's bad juju, and you you start your night off rough, right? You know what yeah. I mean? But let me just look at the prop because I have it pulled up. It's a little early in the week. Yeah, they don't have props yet on Fanduel. That's where I go. I go Fanduel. They don't have props yet. So we'll update. I'll do another video. Where we'll update on props. Okay. Next up, Tony Gravely. He is, let me see this here. I get he is a, uh, excuse me, minus 164 favorite. He is 19 and six. He is fighting Gerardo de Fretes. I fucking nailed that name. He's 12 sure. and five. He's a plus 134 underdog. Your boy leads the dance here. Let me tell you something here. Let me, I'm going to go big on this one. Okay. Cause you need to focus on your boy. Tony Gravely has one of the most, the best records I've ever seen. Literally, his record is incredible. I know you're thinking, what, he's 9-6? and six? Okay, great. Look at this dude's record. Look who he's fucking fought, right? First off, most of his wins are by finish, right? He's, he lost to Brett Johns in the UFC by rear naked choke. Brett Johns is a specialist, no longer in the UFC. Um, 
He literally fought Patchy Mix, who is a stud over in Bellator, just lost the title fight. He fought Manny Bermudez, who was a stud in the UFC, got cut because he couldn't make weight. He lost to Marab, who's obviously a fucking stud. He lost to the Ricky Bandeos, who's a fucking stud in Bellator, who knocked out uh, Mini Conor McGregor. And then he fought, uh, and then Pat uh, Sabatian, Sabatini, or how do you say his name? I looked that guy. The guy's like 12 and 4. He's a fucking stud wrestler. This dude has fought. A lot of people, he has some ugly losses on his record, but that's that's a crazy, I mean, literally every single person he has fought has either been to the UFC or is on their way to the Bellator or on their way to the UFC. He's fought only and lost, excuse me, to studs. Coming here against Geraldo DeFretes, I don't really know much about him. I've seen some tape on him a little bit. I looked him up. He's one of the few guys on this card I'm not overly familiar with. Tony Gravely, I think he was very close to being a favorite against Brett Johns because he does have knockout power, decent wrestling. But um, Brett Johns is just that that sticky kind of wrestler and, and grappler and really, really good on your back. Listen, at Tony Gravely at minus 164, I really like that line. I think that's perfectly priced. I don't want to see him go higher. If he starts getting around 200, I'm going to be a little scared. But listen, second fight of the night, and I, I got the large screen right now, this is your boy's mortal lock. I'm locking Ooh, him up. Lock him it. up. Tony, listen, you look at this card. I don't love a ton of fights. A lot of fights are kind of break my brain. I really, really kind of really got into this card but Tony Gravely to me is going to come out I think he's powerful I think he's big I think he's embarrassed that he lost to Brett Johnson he got choked out uh, I think he's coming out guns ablazing Gerardo de Pete, uh I always want to say Pepe because there was another guy in the UFC named Pepe. This is not him. Uh, Gerardo de Fretas, uh, you know, he's 0-1, or excuse me, he's 1-1 in the UFC. His last fight was Chris Gutierrez, which was a really, really close fight. Um, that was a fight that I looked up. So, I like Gravely, though. I'm going to go Mortal Lock, second fight of the night. This could be my best bet as well, so I'm probably taking this straight. I don't know if I'm going to parlay it. I think Gravely can knock him out, obviously, but I also think maybe um, it's going to be one of those situations where um, it's going to be probably just a one-sided decision. But, yeah, Gravely all the way. Timbo, what do you like, babe? Um, I was just hoping you knew something more about DeFritas than I did because um, I don't know shit about him either. And I went back and you know, obviously looked at Gravely's um, tape from The Ultimate Fighter. I mean, not the Ultimate Fighter Contender Series. It looked really good there. Um, and then the Brett Johns fight. I don't remember this fight. I, it ended in the third round, but um, was it? Was it? It was competitive. It was competitive. Yeah, yeah. Brett Johns is just one of those guys. He's just not going to get off you. He's like a Marab style guy. That's yeah. always. I mean, his stand ups okay, but he's just he was constantly attacking, constantly grappling, chain wrestling, and all that stuff. And Gravely just couldn't shake him. And kind of, I think he took the fight on relatively short notice, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, it, it definitely wasn't one-sided until the, until the finish. It was it was fairly competitive, but yeah, I mean, if it went to a decision, Johns would have won for sure. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I mirror your opinion on that, dude. Like his record is very impressive. Granted, he hasn't really beaten anybody. No, but nineteen and six, and you have all those. That's a great losses. Yeah, great. And he, losses. and he finishes guys right. Like some of the guys he finished, they might not be names right now, but they're like six and one, seven and zero at the time. So it's like he's knocking these dudes out, which you know. I think he's. I think this could be a really shining spot for him. I really do. Yeah, I'm gonna go gravely. Okay, you, know, you can't. You can't not. And at that line, dude, I, I bet it skyrockets. Yeah, after listen, this I, particular podcast and after hey, we pick them, do I move lines? I don't know. I'm one of the hottest gamblers in the world. Well, actually, I'm not anymore because I fucking I, I fucking got broke last weekend. I literally emptied my ba- empty my clip. Shout out Devin Tata. Uh, <laughs> I emptied my clip. Literally, I had I had skimmed some stuff off my my bankroll. I had to base, pay for some baby stuff and whatnot. And then I was like, you know what? You know, I was down to like maybe like four or five units. I'm like, let's just empty it. Let's just fucking put it on. I lost everything. So I'm starting over, starting over the new bankroll this weekend. Um, but yeah, Gravely's gonna get me. I mean, he's good. I think I'm gonna put so much on him that he's gonna get me back to where you know I lost last weekend. Hell yeah! I'm definitely go. gonna put him straight for sure. That's a straight play for me. Even if he gets to about 200, I like the fight. Um, I think he might actually go down. I have seen some sharps picking DeFretes, which is surprising to me. All right, next up, Randall Marcos, who's a minus 184 favorite, one of the female fights that you love. She's 10-9-1, which is a crazy record. She's finding Kanako Murata, who's 11-1. I fucking think I nailed that name, by the way. She's a plus 148 underdog. Uh, Marcos for Murata. Uh, Timbo, um, do you know? I know you know Marcos. Do you know anything about Murata? Because I don't. I don't um, look her. I, well, I, I do now. I haven't seen I haven't seen any of her tape and it, it's probably impossible to find, um, but th- this fight here reminds me, and I, I need your expertise on, on remember this. Who was the old chick that fought the the young ha- haircut? Who was the old chick that fought haircut a couple weeks Lauren ago? Lauren Murphy. 
Lauren Murphy in. fought haircut. Lauren, yeah, Murphy, Lauren yeah. Murphy, yeah, with the older face, yeah. This reminds me of this that fight. Okay, because um, I look, I, I looked at the the um, Murata girl. Yeah, and she's very tiny, not, very tiny, not big. Also, yeah. also weird haircut. Yeah, um, that's, I guess it's that part of the world. Oh no, I should. The one girl was from like Uzbekistan. She's from Japan, so I, I, I'll, okay. I'll rephrase that. Yeah, but she also has a weird haircut. She's got a really good record, just as far as numbers go. Sure, I think she's like. 13 and one, if not undefeated. 11 and one, 11 and one. 11 fit, and on one. topology, she might have an, a win or two. I mean, all the records are subjective yeah, at yeah. this point. Um, you know, Marcos is on her way out. She's getting up there. I think she, she's around 35 now. She, she's a typical, you know, UFC chick that gets boring decisions and, mm-hmm. you know, loses to good fighters and beats fighters. She, she should beat. And frankly, this is someone that she should beat. So, uh, I don't, what was the line on this? Uh, Marcos is a minus one eighty four, and uh, Murata is a plus one uh, forty eight underdog. Yeah, I mean Marcos is a favorite for a reason, so I got to ride with her. Yeah, right. I, I, I hate this fight, but yeah, I, I'm going with Marcos. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet here. There's not a lot of uh, you know. I could sit here tell you twenty minutes about breaking this fight down, but who the fuck wants to hear that? Listen, they're both grapplers. They both want to get the fight to the ground. Uh, Marcos, I've seen some interviews this week. She's embarrassed about how the Mackenzie Dern fight went. She Mm -hmm. swore she wasn't going to go to the ground with Mackenzie Dern. She goes down there and gets tapped out. Listen, Mackenzie Dern's world-class. I think Marcos is good on the ground. She hasn't wrestled a lot lately, but her grappling's really good. Her persistence good. Her pace is good. I mean, people forget that just not that long ago, she fucking destroyed Angela Hill, who's like mm-hmm. one of the hottest women right now in, in women's MMA. So I like Random Marcos to win this fight. Um, and, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it. I'm probably not going to bet it. I actually have been adding women to my um, parlays, and they've actually been doing well. Lauren Murphy, who fought haircut a couple weeks ago she mm-hmm. won me my in my parlay um and Yon so did well last week too. Yon did well as well she was she was the leg i, I lost it because of fucking bozier but she yeah. won you know she won me that part of the parlay um but i like Randa marcos again i'm not gonna spend too much time on this it's good to go to the ground i think Randa's gonna try to stand up with her she's tough she's durable and you're right Murata's very small she's five one probably yeah. there should be an atom weight division at one point i mean michelle waterson could drop down 105 i don't know how many Finishes they'll get or how much action is because 115, I think, is the best women's division. Um, but yeah, Murata is, is, is kind of small. All right, next up. And just to comment Go on ahead. that one more time. Was Marcos was the chick that was fucking up Mackenzie Dern, right? Um, No, Remember? I mean, it was like they were scrambling on the ground and then Mackenzie Dern. Uh, um, no, I don't. I don't I, who, who was it Mackenzie Dern fought not too recent, okay, recently? Okay, so Mackenzie Dern won by armbar in round one. Um, Mackenzie Dern got her shit kicked in by Amanda Heboss many, many uh fights ago. Heboss destroyed right. her. Maybe. I think uh I think this chick was beating the hell out of Mackenzie Dern in the first round. She was winning that first round. Maybe I mean she, she they they she were decided to go to the ground for Right. Reason. They were grappling. Uh, I can't remember that fight. I just remember Mackenzie Dern with the arm bar and then screaming and then me being very happy. Um all right, next up Louis yeah. Smoka, who was minus one fifth uh, one fifty favorite, which actually was surprising me. Him that uh, pronounced as a favorite. Sixteen to seven, he's fighting Jose Alberto Quinones, who is eight and four, plus one twenty-two underdog. Uh, I think I go right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I don't like Louis Smoke. Okay, I know this guy left the UFC. He had he had some alcohol issues. He came back. He's rejuvenated. He's Hawaiian. He was really good at one point in his career before he made the UFC. He's never really hit his stride in the UFC. Quinones is mostly known for getting completely starched by, by Sean O'Malley, but. He's actually a pretty durable fighter. He's actually pretty talented. Um, you look at his record, he's fought some really good guys. This fight's going to go to decision. I'm, I'm going to lay my life on it. And just since we, we're, 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 we're gambling men, I'm going to go the underdog. I'm going to go Quinn Yanez. He's a, pl- he's a plus 122 underdog. I think he can edge out Smoker here. I think Smoker's really crafty off his back. I think he has good submissions. I think his stand-up's a little weak. I think Quinones is, is cardio is going to be – his cardio and size are going to be a, a really good factor here for him. I think he's going to push it to the third round, and then and then just Smoker's never had the best cardio in the world. Um, if Quinones stays off the ground, which is what I'm going to bet on, um, I think he wins his fight by decision. 30-27, 29-28 maybe, but I'm going to go mm-hmm. Quinones. Underdog play right there. Jimbo, yeah, bro, Quinones. I saw all I, ne- I saw all I needed to see with that fucking klutz. So uh, I'm going Smoker, and I, th- I think you're I think you're sleeping on Smoker. I don't. Okay. Vegas isn't clearly. Maybe but, I am. Um, Maybe I am. Because I have. You ain't no decision fighter, bro. <laughs> if, you, if you go back and look at Smoker's record, let's look at his last the, one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five. 
six, seven. His last seven wins are by finish. Right. I don't think he finishes Quinones. The only person ever finished Quinones is, is O'Malley by knockout. I don't I don't think Smoka's O'Malley. I don't think he's gonna do that. I think Smoka mm. gets finished or he finishes you. Um he's but early in his UFC career, he lost three straight decisions at Ray Borg, Tim Elliott, Matthias Nicolau, decision them all straight, and he gassed in those fights. Now he has admitted that he did have an alcohol problem and he's fixed that and everything like that. Um but yeah, I'm not listen, you give me a plus money on a a pick'em fight, essentially. I hear you. Yeah. I'm taking I it. Hey. I mean, I'm no, I'm rocking with Smoka. Um, and speak, speaking of which, do you remember that time that Cheetah Vera absolutely dismantled Sean O'Malley? Let's go to the next fight. Next fight. Next fight. Next fight that I, I absolutely hate. And I truly do. Minus 200, Alex Moreno, who is, uh, let me look at So he's minus 200 favorite. He is a 12 and 8 record. 12 and 6, excuse me. He's fighting Reese McKee, who is 10, 3 and 1, the old Irish, Northern Ireland here. Uh, Reese McKee, um, Timbo, you go first here. I hate this fight. Uh, Reese McKee is a plus one sixty underdog. I should have probably said that. My bad for host, uh, bad hosting mistake plus, there. Plus one sixty underdog for Reese McKee. Moreno minus two hundred as of right now. As of this you know, three hours ago, when I got man, the you think I was dev chalk to hotter right now? But Ooh, chalk, Reese McKee, chalk. bro. I've let seen. Me, all let me I ask you before before you before you finish your thought. Who do you think likes chalk more, Tahada or fucking LeBron? For the games with the, like, ah. <laughs> oh, dude, when LeBron does, yeah, who likes chalk more? I'm trying to catch it, yeah, it's got to be Tahada. Tahada it loves is. chalk, it is chalky, motherfucker. Shout out to Dev Chalk Tahada, yeah. But, um, Reese McKee, bro, I've seen all I needed to see. I don't care what you know, how good Kamayev is, you know, I've until you show me that you're not that, then I don't, I don't want no parts of you. It's right. I'm not, I'm never gonna pick you. you I don't even know what you'd call that, bro. Like that was a schoolyard beatdown. It was. Um Moreno, he he had a good streak going. Um he had a good one streak going up until he got starched by uh, Chaos. Chaos is on his card, his card yeah. as well. Um but he's a black button, you know, uh jujitsu. He's mm-hmm. uh you know, point fighter, boring. Um I don't I don't see it going to I don't see him getting a finish, but um I can see him, you know, just grappling his way to a decision victory. So I'll get the chalk there. Yeah. Um, I, I listen, I, I figured you were lean Moreno because I know you hate it, and I hate it the way Reese McKee uh fought against Chamaya, right? The storyline was Chamaya or McKee's a 155 or Chamaya, blah, 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 right? Listen, this is at 170. Reese McKee's not going down. So is he a 70 or is he a 55er, right? The, the, the excuse goes out the window now. Like um Moreno's actually a lot better on the ground than I gave him credit for. I went back and watched him his fights, like, you know what? I picked against him a lot, right? I picked him to win. Chaos was a huge underdog. I missed it. I got so mad. So Moreno's a guy that I can't get right. I want to take Reese McKee so bad. You know I do. But I feel like, you know, I'm going to go to the chalk. I hate to do it. I'm going to go Moreno 200. This is a fight I absolutely fucking hate. Straps on the line, baby. Yeah, I know. I know. I got to pick smart. I have another smart pick. It's a five-rounder. Listen, I picked another another smart play later in this card as well um, that uh, that I'm very confident about. There's there's the belt right there. Look at this guy. There's a strap. Devin's right now just at home going, oh, it's mine. Uh. <laughs> I think he's watching, too. I think he was texting us because he said something he called us something he said it was Hannah Cyphers. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. Um but no I'm going to go chalk. I'm going to go Moreno. Listen, McKee's got to show me something. I think Moreno can get it to the ground as well. Kaz Hazmat Chimaev is 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 apparently the next big fucking thing. So I'm not going to hold that loss to McKee. I'm rooting for McKee. I just don't know if he has the skills um to do it. He's got a good win on his record. He beat Jay Herbert, which is which is wild to me that that he's that lightweight though, right? Right. That he showed up the way he showed up. Uh it, it's it's kind of crazy to me. But yeah, I hate this pick. I'm not gonna bet this fit, uh pick. This is my avoid pick of the night. Um Ooh, I, I just I just yeah, I just I just hate it. But I'm gonna pick Marino. I'm gonna pick Marino. Not gonna bet him though. All right, next up you got Ashley Yoder plus uh one sixteen underdog. She is seven and six, I think. Is that a record? Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, seven six, six, not great. You're right. Uh, Friday, uh, fighting Miranda Granger, who is seven and one. She's a minus one forty two uh, favorite. Timbo, you love starting off with the women. You're leading again the dance here. Tell me who you like, babe. The danger easily. I'm yeah. betting this, and I don't like betting women, Ooh. but this chick's badass. She's got a lot of finishes. Uh-huh. Um, 
I know she lost her last fight, but I, you know, I think that's just going to help the odds out in our favor. Mm-hmm. And Ashley Yoder just fucking stinks. Like, yeah, she's uh, she's old. She's thirty three. She loses a lot of <laughs> fights. Um, <laughs> she's a decision fighter. She's I don't like her. This this yeah, she's a decision fighter. Chick. Yeah, she's she's definitely under she's underrated because of her last fight. But and I think she's like twenty one years old. She's mad young. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh old Granger. She's Granger's twenty eight, but she is she's fairly young in her MMA career. Twenty eight. Yeah, um, she's fighting out of Washington State, so this might be one of uh, Dev's ladies. She's super. She's super talented. Um, I I, I like Granger as well. Yoder, I, I haven't had good success. When I do better, she loses. Good cardio, comes in shape. She's a point fighter, like you said. She's kind of okay everywhere, not fantastic everywhere. Um, I just think Granger, the young, hungrier fighter here, I think she's going to come out. She's going to get this done. Probably decision win. I'm not going to bet this fight. I'm glad you said it. You know, so the people listening can can uh, can ride your coattails since you're the champ right now. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna go get minus one. What was she again? Minus one forty two. She's viable. Yeah, she's like e- that. that's I an easy play. That's an easy play. You put her in a parlay and and she, she's gonna do okay. All right, next up, Brendan Allen. My fight of the night, in my opinion, minus one ten. Sure, he is 16, 15 and three. Fifteen and three. He's fighting Sean Strickland. Twenty one and three. He's also a minus one ten. Pick him. I lead the dance here. I love this fight. I love how they start, uh, They put this together. I believe it's a catch weight at 195. Brandon Allen just cut weight last week. When he was on his way home, maybe even made his way home. They're like, hey, you want to come back and fight Sean Strickland? Because uh, uh, Ian Heinrich, um test positive for COVID. I like that Brandon Allen probably stays a little lighter. He's a bigger guy from 185, but he didn't have to cut to 85. That would have worried me a little bit. Sean Strickland, former welterweight, going up to 85. Probably doesn't cut much weight. He did look pretty big in there against Jack Marshman. He looked good. He looks confident. But listen, you're fighting Jack Marshman. I mean, that guy is tough as they come. He's got a cement block head, but he's not the most talented guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I can't evaluate your skills. Your stand up looked pretty good. You got hit a few times. I think Allen's just the the hungrier dog here. He's young. He's like twenty four. He's bigger. He's gonna come out. He's good on the ground. He's gonna he's gonna press the pace. Yes, Strickland can catch him. Strickland has probably better, more technical boxing. Uh, Allen's working on that. He's down in Florida this time as, as opposed to Milwaukee with Rufus. So I I see him being stronger, bigger, improving. Um, the fight goes to the ground. Sean Strickland. I don't know if he's ever been submitted on his record. Um, let me look that up real quick. I, I don't know if I'm a bet. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Oh, I'm no, not gonna... no. I know he's lost to Usman and Ponzi by by yeah, and uh, and then uh, Zalecki dos Santos knocked him out. But other than that, yeah, he's never lost by submission. Wheel, that fucking wheel, right? I doubt yeah, that Allen is going to submit Strickland, but I do think he's going to push enough pace and just out position him, out grapple him, out scramble him. I think it's gonna be a fun fucking fight. I'm gonna go Allen here. I like Allen a lot. He's uh he's a guy I'm gonna keep my eye on at 185. Timbo, what do you like, babe? <sighs> I gotta see how many picks I got left because I gotta get some underdogs in here. I got some unders. I gotta get some dogs. Be a dog. Be a dog. Uh, uh Strickland kind of pissed me off last week with that him. He's talking and shit, bro. Like he's finish yelling. that dude. Right. Yeah, he's yelling. Why don't you fall? Yeah, like what? Well, hit him harder and he'll um, fall. Yeah, really. Um I swear the middleweight division is like it's turning into the light heavyweight division. Like every the the people in the light heavyweight division have been there for so long. Yeah. Like Anthony Smith, Clover Teixeira, John Jones, obviously. Like, and these guys like Eric Anders, like Sean Strickland w- was there for a while, then he, you know he took some time off and came back. But uh, Brendan Allen, you know he's got he's got the one over Kevin Holland. Mm-hmm. But has he does he has he done anything else really? He, I know he's um, lost, he's Kyle Dawkins. Yeah, he beat Eric Anders. Uh, lost Eric Anders. Oh, excuse me, lost Eric Anders in, in LFA. Yeah, Trevor right. Joust. Trevor Giles in the LFA. Um, he's he's undefeated in the UFC. Look on the contender series. Beat Kevin Holland. Um, his last fight was against Kyle Dawkins, who I actually think is really good. He's a little unknown name guy. That was like the fight of the night. It was an awesome back and forth mm, fight. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I mean, Allen probably doesn't have the biggest names on his, his resume for sure. He's a young guy. Like he's like 24. Um, yeah. so yeah, he a doesn't lot of people have, thought Kyle Dawkins won that fight. It was close. I had, I had Allen winning. It was, it was scrambly. It was back and forth. It was a lot of blood. Kyle Dawkins had a huge cut on his fucking head. I think Dawkins is going to surprise a lot of people moving forward. I think his brother, his older brother <clears throat> or younger brother, I'm sorry. Maybe he's his older brother. He's a heavyweight. He's undefeated in the UFC at heavyweight right now. So I think in the Philly guy, Philly tough. Um, I think Dawkins is going to surprise moving forward. But yeah, I like Brendan Allen. Why don't you go ahead and take Strickland, babe? Okay. He's probably going to fall to an underdog. Let's go ahead and split. Go ahead and I got to get some dogs. No, they're both even. It's 110. It's a pick them. Yeah, pick them. It's a pick them. Run it, Strickland, for sure. There you go. There you go. There you go. Easy peasy. Yeah. Boom. 
That's done. Done and done. All right, next up, Antonio Arroyo. I like saying this guy's name. He is a plus 124 underdog. He is 9-3. He's fighting Eric. Yo, boy. That, that's one of the best nicknames in the world. Anders, 13-5. and five. He's a minus 152. Roll tie. Roll tie, baby. He's minus 152. Favorite, Timbo. This is an interesting fight at, uh, was this 205 pounds or 85? Is this 85? Yeah, 85 pounds. And, and Anders bounces up and down. I wasn't sure which one was that. There's a very interesting fight here. I'm going to need to know who you like. What's the line? Eric Anders uh, is like one, minus 145? 152. And then Arroyo is a plus 124. Arroyo looks like Dominic Reyes. He looks like that. Nah, well, maybe, right? But uh, that picture of him. With his beard and his head and the way his hair is, he looks like Carlos Condit to me. You think so? This picture, dude. I'll sh- I'm going to share the screen. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's pull it up. I'm going to share the screen. If we're thinking about the same picture, then. This picture. To me, he looks like fucking Carlos Condit. He looks like. That looks like Carlos Condit to me, dude. The face. Oh, I, I see. Okay. Maybe that one. There's another one of him. Go to like Google Images. There's one that he. I think it's on. Uh, share dog or something where he looks exactly like fucking dominic reyes and i was like wow this guy i even wrote that down like, this guy looks like dominic reyes i wonder if he's gonna just that fun. picture so here's, here's oh, the first yeah no the next one the this, first one this one dominic reyes you think that looks like dominic reyes yes no dude this dude's better looking than dominic reyes dominic reyes is a fucking oh it's dominic stuff. reyes written all over look it's got the same goofy haircut i don't think he looks like carlos Condit, just accepting this picture <clears throat> that looks like Carlos Conant. He's wearing a fucking New Mexico shirt, so maybe that's why I think it looks like Carlos Conant. Carlos <laughs> Conant is like the pitcher or like the fucking poster boy for New Mexico. Uh, all right, so go ahead, though. Your boy, I mean, listen, he won a national championship. That's all I'm going to say. Sure did. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Um, I'm not really an Alabama fan. I mean, I kind of watch college football, but not really. Yeah, um, I don't really watch it that much. Yeah, dude. I've lost a lot of money on Eric Anders, man. <laughs> He's uh, your boy, though. I know, Yo, dude. Boy. I want to like him so much. <laughs> I want to like him so much. But like, he's just not who I think he is. Right, right, right. He's not who I think. I think he's gonna be like this. Like, and he's he's a good, like he's a decent fighter everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like he can scramble, he can grapple, he can strike. Like he had he had, he checks all the boxes, but like he just half checks the boxes. Um, like. He's going to win this fight by decision. And it's going to be 30-27, and then one judge is going to score 29-28, and that's going to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, Antonio, Antonio Arroyo, um, you know, going back to the, the middleweight division just being recycled. Like, he was supposed to fight Kevin Holland. He was supposed to fight Trevin Giles. That never worked out. And then he he fought um, Muniz. How do you say his name? Andre Muniz. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, – I mean, with those, I mean, Munez is a, a killer. He's, he's a, good. He's good. He's great. He's big and strong. Um, Tough. The champion's yeah. overthinking, I think. Usually you come on well, here and, and t- you're like, so boop, this boop, is that middleweight? Boop, boop, boop. Middleweight, 185. Bet your ass. Anders taking a fight on short notice. Yeah. Yep. He was in Ian Heinrich's corner. I saw so that. So he has to I, pass yeah. a bunch of fucking COVIDs. So uh, right now this fight's happening. I haven't I haven't heard anything else yet. But what is Arroyo? He said he's a plus one twenty four. Oh God, that's a dog. That's barely a dog though, dude. All right, that's a little puppy. All right, I like puppies, man. That's a kitty cat. I like puppies. Um, man, you're overthinking it. You're done. I'm going with Eric Andre. Oh. He's my- I'm a rider down for Eric He's your boy. He's your boy. Um, I don't really have to say much besides this. Be a dog. (laughs) We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We We need need more more dogs. dogs. Listen, there wasn't a ton of dog action on this card that I absolutely loved. I looked at Quinones. I looked at a couple other people on the card. Paulie Felder. This guy jumped out at me, right? He's big. He's strong. He's got great kicks. His... his, the worst part of his game is his jiu-jitsu. He's got some submissions. Um, I just don't know if Eric Anders has the wrestling pedigree to really take him down. Anders is kind of slow, um, but he's durable as shit. His cardio, hopefully it holds up because his cardio has been questioned in the past. He he just gets in there and gets dirty. I just think Arroyo's going to fucking kick him up. Uh, we saw what Khalil Roundtree did to Eric Anders when they fought with the kicks. 
I think Arroyo's got fantastic kicks. His striking's coming along. The Andre Munez fight, who's a fucking stud. That was actually a fairly close fight. Arroyo coming from the contender series. Big, strong kid. I like him here in this spot as a plus money. I'll tell you what, though. If Eric Anders was plus money, I would do that, too, because I think this fight's going to go decision. I think it might be a wonky decision. I think it might be a little crazy. Eric Anders has that in him where... He likes to press the action. He's going to get hit more, but he's going to control the fight more. He may be laying some big shots, but he's definitely going to wear it. Um, so the fight is going to be up in the hands of wh- what kind of judges we get. But I'm going to lean with uh, Arroyo. He's going to be my underdog lock. I'm going to bet him plus 124. He's a puppy. You're right. He's not a huge underdog. But you get an extra point in our scoring system. And uh, the rest of these guys, I, I you know, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> um. You want to switch? No, nah, I can't. All right, I your boy. boy. You're with your boy. All right, oh, next boy. up, my, um, you know, there's always a thing that guys think of, like you, they say the second wife, right? I'm never going to get divorced, but like say like something happens to my wife and she like passes away, God forbid. God um, forbid. Everyone gets a second wife that has to be exact opposite of your wife. So that's Kay Hansen for me. She's very young. Kay Hansen, minus 225. She is seven and three. She's finding uh, Corey McKenna, who is five and one. Plus 180 underdog. Um, I lead the dance here in the female fight. Listen, this is simple. Corey McKenna, Irish, or Wales, Welsh, excuse me. Sweetheart of a girl. Darling on the contender series. Everyone loved her. She was cute as can be. Very good on the ground. Very talented, uh, in my opinion. But Kay Hansen, to me, I think she's just a little more well-rounded. She has a UFC experience. She's 7-3. She's very young. She's training out of uh, 10th Planet Fullerton, I believe, down there in, in California. I think she's only getting better. I don't love the line at minus 225. It's probably a fight I'm not going to bet. I might feel I might feel bad saying that about my sweetheart, Kay. But I could add her in a parlay, but I'm going to go Kansen. I, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. I'm going to go Chalkley. A little bit of a square pick, but um, I think it's actually going to be a competitive fight. I think they they really um, balance each other well out on the ground. Uh, McKenna's a girl who's very good on the ground as well, but I just think Kay's going to get it done here. Timbo, who do you like in the uh, the female fight here, brother? Give me the dog. Ooh. Easily, dude. Oh. Sucks. <laughs> She's fought nobody. She's like, she's lost to a bunch of people in boxing. Anyway, man. Like, okay. She's a lot of losses. Okay. I don't know if you, you seen her record, but, uh, and she's, she's 21. She's very young. That's young. what I was referring to earlier. She's young. She's the young one. And I think, uh, McKenna is, I don't she I don't young know. She's young too? I, I know, I, I know there was I'm a sure 21 she's year young, but is she, is she 21 young? Let me see. I got it right. I got it right here. Corey yeah, Mc- she's vast. I put on my nose. She's very young. She is 21 as well. Woo. Yeah. Battle of the youngies. Yeah. Um, her is nickname. Is legal? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's legal. And her nickname is The Hobbit, dude. That's You're going uh, with The Hobbit. Hobbit. That's not the worst thing in the world. Um, that was the majority a, of her fights. Girl, I, been I always highlight, before I look up any tape on anybody, I write the lines down. And I highlight all the dogs that I might like, right? Just be like, let, let's just go on numbers before we get into the actual fighters. She was the one I highlighted. I, I think that's a great number. Plus 180. Kay Hansen's done nothing to deserve minus 225. As much as I have a crush yeah, on her. She, she hasn't deserved that at all. These female fights, I think Vegas has a hard time pricing female fights. They're like, oh, Kay's won one. And Corey's coming off the contenders. And so in, in Kay's 21, but then someone's like, hey, but Corey's 21 too. Oh, well, we already set the line. I really think they fucking <laughs> right. wing it. I don't think they know what they're doing when it comes to female fights. This line is wrongly priced for sure. It's definitely a pick and fight. No one's going to finish anybody. No one's superior than anybody. When women's MMA is so in its infancy that women like this are going to be very competitive. And that's why there's like Amanda Nunez's and, and Amanda Hebos's and even Mackenzie Dern's on the ground. They're just light years ahead of some of these women because they're all still trying to catch up. It's fairly new. It's not, it hasn't been around as long as, as, as I mean, listen, women can do anything. I'm not saying that, but women haven't chose to wrestle in high school. Now they are right. women. You know, it was very rare to see a woman on the wrestling team. So, um, but yeah, the, the line is all over the place. I like that underdog pick. I'll give you compliments. But, I just by have the way. Yeah, go ahead. The order that you're going in, is this the fight card? Allegedly? I don't know. This was, I, pr- I printed this off a of tapology. They, they've mixed things around. Um, I doubt Kay Hansen's going to be this high. I it's it's just what Tapology had. I printed okay. off. Yeah, I, I would think the Strickland Brandon Allen fight would be the the main event of the prelims. You would you would imagine so. Yeah, I, or even I on the main card. Yeah, right. I I I don't I don't uh, I don't know. Um, Tapology usually is wrong. It is still kind of early in the week. It's Wednesday. So maybe, probably not. They're going to shuffle a little bit more, especially if a fight falls out, which hopefully it doesn't. But is what it is. All right, next up. 
Julian Marquez, who was a minus 380, I believe I got him at. He is 7-2. and two. He's fighting Sabrog Safarov, who's 9-3. and three. He's a plus 235 underdog. Uh, Timbo, you go here. You're chasing unders. You going with the Russian? You going with the... Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> I've got to... Eh. You got to draw a line somewhere. You got the belt. You got the strap, bro. I've got to protect the strap, bro. You're right. You're right. I'm up 3-0, and I'm chasing the decision win. <laughs> I'm just trying not to get finished. Right, right, right. You give me the fucking Cuban Missile Crisis, yeah. that's my mortal lock of the night. Woo! That's a good mortal yeah. lock. I like that. He hasn't, like that. Fought, he hasn't fought since 2018. Two, two and a half years, um, yeah. And, and, his last fight, and his last fight was a loss, but he's got some good wins. Um, you know, Matt Hamill, uh, you know, he's deaf, he's dumb, whatever, but he, he, he can still scrap. Um, Stewart, he's Halls, he, he's got legit wins. And this guy, he's... This guy he's fighting is a fucking bomb. Like this yeah. is literally a welcome back fight yeah. for for Marquez. They're giving like. him a hundred percent of softball here for sure. Yeah, dude. Like, and like, is it a bitch move for me to make him a mortal lock and to no. send him home? You can make him send him home. Listen, I send him listen, home. Send him home, baby. Listen, I, I do that all the time. Devin Tahada thinks he writes the rules. He doesn't. You can do that as well. <laughs> send him home, Timbo. I like that. Listen, um. I'm going to pick Marquez as well. The, my only breakdown in this fight is, is I always get a little nervous when guys take a long time off. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if it was an injury or if he just needed time off. I know he gets in there and he, and he literally just he throws down. He's an exciting dude. Um, he's fought some pretty good competition. He's tough as shit. Um, listen, he beat Phil Halls. Phil Halls is lighting a fucking 185 pound on fire right now, right? And yeah. in, in that fight on the contender series, he was contender series. Um, he was on season one. He took some big shots by Halls, and Halls is sleeping people in seconds. So this dude's got a beard on. He's got a chin on him. Um, people like him. He apparently, he's a really good social media follower. He's funny. Big, thick kid. Uh, uh, my buddy Chris Curtis is in Vegas. People rave about this guy, just how nice of a guy he is, good training partner he is. I, I, people almost forget about him. He's one. Of, he literally, him and Sean O'Malley were like the stars from mm-hmm. season one of the Contender Series, and this guy just kind of had some fights, but I, I'm assuming it has to be injury-related. So that makes me only a little nervous. But again, he's fighting a softball. He's fighting this guy who stinks. Um, the only issue is the Russian usually loses by submission. I see Marquez coming out there. Maybe going to have to feel him out in the first round because he's been away for a little bit. But once they start slaying, and I, I don't see Marquez falling. I see Marquez getting his hand raised. I don't know if it'll be a finish, but I, I you know, if the prop is tempting, I'll, I'll tempt it because the, the Russian is not good. We're going to go ahead yeah. and say that. He's not. He's, he's just not good. All right, next up, we got uh, Abdul Co-Main Event, which a lot of people are shitting on because it's not the name value, but this fight's going to be a fucking cracker. I guarantee it. Anger. Abdul Razak Has, uh, Hassan, minus 250, is 10-2. and two. Yeah. He's fighting Chaos Williams, which is not his real name, but when you have a nickname and you go by it, that's so badass. He's 10-1. and one. Yeah. He's a plus 198 underdog. Um... Do I lead? I think I lead. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Later. This fight was tough for me. Listen, I slept on Chaos against Marino. I looked up a lot of fight footage of Chaos. I think he's a lot more well-rounded than people give him credit for. He knocked out Moreno really early, and we didn't get to see his, his skill. He throws wild stuff. He has big, big power, but he also can wrestle. He has some submissions. He has some good defense. He has good cardio. He comes from the Midwest. He's a Michigan guy. Uh, Michigan MMA is on the bubble right now. They're not They're not North Carolina. North Carolina's blowing up. They're not they're never Florida. They're not Texas. They're not California. But they're they're interesting right now. There's they're something that uh, to be said about Michigan MMA. I mean, Jamal Hill is a guy I really like. And uh, a guy last night fought on the, um, for Michigan. He lost. But but Adul uh, uh, Hassan. I'm just going to say Hassan. Okay. He fought on the contenders. Or excuse me. He fought on uh, Fight Island against Manu Lelez, who no one fucking knew this. Dana White's met this kid, uh, signed this kid at his fucking son's birthday party. Because his son's friend's like, you got to check this guy out that lives in Dubai. Everyone was on a Hassan, and Hassan looked okay. I mean, he, he slowed down a little bit. He landed big fucking shots, and Lanier just fucking took him. Uh, Hassan's a huge, powerful puncher. The one thing, he, he trains out of Texas with Safe Sayud. The one thing about Safe Sayud um, is I don't think he's the best coach in the world. A lot of people suck the guy's dick. It's not going to be me. But if you gas in a fight, he's going to make sure you get right. Right, Hassan had to step out of the way. He had a, he had a bunch of allegations towards him. I think he had like a rape charge against him. I think he got exonerated from all that. Um, so he was coming off a long layoff. Fought a really tough guy in Lanier no one knew about. And the, lost the decision, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then Hassan, though, but landed big shots. 
I'm going to go Hassan here and send him home. Send him home early. Listen, I like Chaos. Chaos is a good number next to his name. I see a lot of sharks picking Chaos. They think he's a more well-rounded fighter. I think in the exchanges, he gets a little wild. I think he can take Hassan down. I just think Hassan's going to come and focus. He's a little embarrassed by the last loss since he's a huge favorite. He's going to come out slanging and banging, baby. Yeah, like, hey, baby. Boom. <laughs> What's the line? What's the line uh, on this? Al Hassan is a minus two fifty favorite, significant favorite. That's why I'm only going to prop it. I don't think I'll do it straight. And then Chaos is a plus one ninety eight, basically a two to one, basically a two to yeah. one. Huh. Uh, hey, you like them dogs though? I do like dogs. You like them dogs? Al Hassan. I mean, I'm. I don't think sleeping Nico Price is like that crazy. Like no, that I guy mean, leaves himself open on yeah. not every fight. Like Nico's wild times. and everything, but yeah, you get a knock on Nico. Nico wakes up the next day, makes another baby because he's got like fifty kids. And goes, yeah, let's get back in there. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like you know, I'm not. I'm not. I think Vegas might see that in. in yeah, when Vegas prices, they're going to be like, oh, that's a name. Yeah, exactly. Hassan uh, definitely. Listen, he he beat um. He beat uh, Sabah, who is killing it in Bellator right now, knocked him out twice. That was, I think, his introduction to the UFC fans. Um, and then he had like a long layoff with that whole legal shit. But Chaos, listen, 10 and 1. He's got a huge following. His topology profile picture is fucking awesome. Just him, him and his fucking just, him and his boys, like everyone in the cage. He's like, that's probably like his first amateur fight. It's yeah. not even a pro fight. He's just fucking, he's got chaos in his shorts. Oh, I can see my, I can see this fucking me over. Uh, we're already split on a lot, so we're split on one, two, think? three, four. <laughs> Talking about, uh, we're split on four fights, so it, it won't be that bad. Uh, uh, Devin just texts. Okay, apparently, Julian, Julian Marquez, a Cuban Missile Crisis, has a podcast with porn star Kendra Lux. Well, Devin, the reason we don't know that is because we don't fucking listen to podcast with porn stars you pervert we're not virgins yeah pervert um all right back to this fight though who do you who do you like here man uh, give me the dog man Woo! went the dog this was a fight i had trouble picking you know oh, not fuck. not not what 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 you can switch i mean this is permanent marker but i can switch it I gotta keep my strap, man. Now, give me, give me, uh, Alasan. Alasan, okay. Yeah, I gotta keep my strap. Well, and we're we're split on four fights, so it's gonna come okay. down to our props, the send them homes, the mortal locks, and, it's, and we're already split on four fights. So it's okay. not crazy to take the dog there. Listen, I did have trouble with this fight though. Chaos Williams, I feel like he didn't show a lot against Moreno. Moreno is a guy who is, I mean, he's a two hundred favorite on this card. He's a solid guy. Caught him really early. I wanted to see more. I can see why he's placed this way as an underdog. Um, but 10 and 1, he's got a lot of confidence. Um, but yeah, this was a tough fight for me to pick just because I'm staring at that fucking number, that two to one. You're like, man, a guy that's 10 and one's two to one, you're like, ooh, it's tempting. Um, yeah. but no, I just think Hassan is just I think he's just too powerful. And I think coming off that he's loss. He's one of them natural talents, man. Yeah, he's and coming off that loss, I'm telling you, he's fucking pissed off coming off that loss. I know he is. All right, main event. Really good main event. We didn't know what we were going to have in this main event. Islam Makachev versus RDA. Islam pulled out because of steroids. I mean, because of um, uh, staff infection. I think. Yeah, steroids. Uh, he, Paulie Felder stepped up. So we got Paul Felder plus 168 underdog. He is 17 and 5. He is fighting Rafael Dos Anjos, who is 29 <laughs> 13. That's how you have to say his name. That's how legally you have to say his name like that. He is a minus 210 favorite. De- Timbo, you're picking here. You're leading the main event. I'm curious of who you have here. I am. Dude, this is tough. You're I love the, it, though. You're the champ. This is a great fight. Let me set the scene a little bit. Felder is taking this fight on, obviously, four or five days notice, but he was training for a triathlon. Hmm. That was going to happen in December. His weight was crazy low. It's the only reason he could do this fight because he's a huge 55er. He, you know, he's got like a 10-pound weight cut. You know his cardio is going to be on point. The guy already knows how to fight, so it doesn't worry that he's not hitting pads or whatever, not doing the sparring. He knows how to fight. And uh, I think this is a good matchup for him, even on five days' notice. Dude, I mean, I love this fight, bro. I'm so happy that we're not going to get a fucking Marab snooze fest. Crotch sniffer. Yeah. Just hate it. Yeah. But yeah, I love this fight. Paulie Felder versus RDA. Like, let's go. I'm hyped. I'm much more hyped now than I was before. Right. Um, With that said, 
Uh, the real bet here, which yeah. is probably like minus 1,000 he does, will Paul Felder cry at the end of this fight in some context? Yes. He already said he's 50-50 if he wins a fight on retiring. Oh, God. So he's definitely going to oh, cry. I, I want to bet my house. Like I literally want to take a lean on my house and bet whatever. It's going to be a minus million, but I'll do it. My house isn't worth a million dollars, but <laughs> I'll do it. The bet the prop that Paul Felder is going to throw a spinning back fist. I, I want oh. that prop. <laughs> I want it. You know he's going to do it. They got to set it like over under. Like it two and a half. I'm going over. I think he's gonna do one. I think he's gonna do five rounds. Just, um, just res- mad respect to Paul Felder, man. He's yeah. stepping up a five days notice, and the, the, it's not a catchweight belt. No, it's, yeah, it's, and it's five, five rounder. Yeah, but he said, um, fuck all that shit. I didn't that's know the thing about the the triathlon. Yeah, he was on. Um, um, Bilal Muhammad has a show on YouTube on the Anakin Florian YouTube, and it's like a he does like a game show type deal. It's kind of cool. Uh, Felder came on and Felder is lighter than Jarrett Gordon is who fights at 145 right now. They were making jokes about it. Like, cause Paul usually walks around 200 fucking pounds. He's huge, huge. He's and, up, and, jacked up. Yeah. And Gordon is kind of a bigger 45er. And they're like, yeah, Paulder's like, dude, I'm fuck. This is obviously before the fight got signed. He didn't even know he was fighting. He was just like, I'm training for this triathlon, dude. I'm fucking lighter than Jared is, which is wild. Coming from a huge 55er. I mean, the dude's, his legs are fucking gigantic. Have you ever seen his legs? They're huge. Let me check something real quick. Check it, I'll, check it, check I'll, it. I'll spit my pick out. Just, they're just, both 36. I uh-huh. mean, so they're, I mean, they're both two grizzled veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, RDA being, this is, what did he so? What did he do at welterweight? Did he, did he do anything? Yeah, he, he beat, he won, he won like three fights in a row, fought Colby for the interim. That's lost right. to Colby. He beat Robbie Lawler. He submitted Neil Magny. Um, I think he has another one at 170 yeah, as well. Tarek Safadin. Tarek Safadin, yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so he he has some good wins. He does really well when he fights fucking guys that stand up with him. Uh yeah. he has a horrible time against strikers. Like Michael Chiesa's last fight, he, Michael Kid mm-hmm. just he couldn't do anything. Michael Chiesa is also a huge 70, so yeah. It's uh oh was that it? He fought Kiesa at Waterway. Okay. Yeah, well Kiesa bumped up. He's fucking giant. I mean, he was a big fifty fiver, but now he's adding muscle and he's already thick. You know, Joe Rogan talked about like hugging him up one time, and it was like hugging like a fucking brick wall. Like he said, Kiesa, <laughs> yeah. he said Kiesa's so just like just tight, muscly, so strong. It's like a, a ape or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, already. I mean, and and so is Paul Felder, but already yeah. is yeah, fought right. the cream yeah. of the crop. And and welterweight and fucking lightweight, but more you know more so lightweight. Um, but we're talking about the former lightweight champion. Yeah. And if there's one thing, champions no <laughs> champions, my friend. Give me we're that going strap. RDA. Give me that strap. RDA for Timbo. Okay. Um. So when I break down this fight, I think of I think of this one stat that keeps popping up, and it's not a stat. I like to look at things outside of just stats inside the cage, right? Mentally, I look at everything. Under or uh, excuse me, guys who take fights on really relatively short notice have a really good track record of winning. Michael Bisping took a fight on like eight days notice, knocked out Luke Rockhold. They had a list on Twitter. I should have brought it up. I can't remember, but Nate Diaz, eleven days or whatever, beat Conor McGregor. Um, Sometimes for fighters, the long training camps they fuck with their heads and and they can't get right, and it's like stress and anxiety. Paul Felder, he does. He's not even worried about that. All he's worrying about is making weight. And fighting RDA. He knows how RDA is going to fight. RDA is going to come out aggressive and he's going to come out swinging. RDA can mix it up. RDA can probably take down. I said on the podcast, I don't see RDA taking him down, but he has been training for Islam Makachev, who's a wrestler. So you know his wrestling is probably on point for this fight. Um, I personally don't love Paul Felder, if I'm being honest with you. I've shit on him before. He said uh, last time he fought and he lost to Dan Hooker, I believe. Or, yeah, he lost to Dan Hooker. Great fight. He said, I'm not going to fight unless it's for a title. And he's crying and shit. It's like, bro, you you don't have a signature win yet. Sure. You beat Charles Alvaro when Charles Alvaro was like 19. (laughs) Like, great. Signature win. Maybe. Right? Because of what have Alvaro's done now. But beat him now. You beat Edson Barboza. You've lost him. You beat him. You squeaked by him. did that win. Squeaked exactly. You don't have... A signature win. This would be your signature win. Yes, RDA is a little older. He is not ranked at 155, but the name carries weight. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that a guy who's coming in here 
saying, I'm 50-50 retiring or not. He's one foot in, one foot out. He wants to be yep. a broadcaster. He wants to be on TV. He's not committed. He's a dog. He absolutely is. He'll get in there and fight. He's got a great chin. His striking's good. Um, and his overall game's pretty good. He's smart in there as well. I don't think cardio is going to be an issue at all. Um, I just think RDA is going to be superior here. I really do. I want to go opposite of you. I want to take Pauly Felder at that plus 168. He's probably going to climb a little bit. But I just think, name a striker besides Eddie Alvarez that RDA's fault that he hasn't just fucking murked. He destroyed Anthony Pettis when Anthony Pettis was Anthony mm-hmm. Pettis. He destroyed Robbie Lawler. It was a close fight, but he just pieced him up. Oh, he, that was not a close fight. He fucked Robbie Lawler. Okay, up. I couldn't. That, I couldn't. That, was, I that was like when Robbie Lawler first started doing this whole timid thing where right. he didn't want to fight. I, I didn't remember it because. I said that because I didn't fully remember the fight. I do remember RDA, the highlights of it, RDA just destroying him. Mm-hmm. Um, but RDA just does really well against strikers. He got caught, uh, you know, got caught uh, against Eddie Alvarez at 155, and, and he has an ugly loss against Clay Guida. He's got some losses in there. 170, I think he was a little too small for that. Um, he looks absolutely in fucking shredded shape. I've seen him on Instagram. He's fucking ripped up. I love this fight. I, lo- I, I mad respect Paul Felder for saving this card, I, you know, even though he's not one of my guys. That's huge um, because we needed it. A lot of people turned this fight down, but I'm going to go RDA. As much as I want to go opposite of you, we are opposite on four fights. I'm confident in those four fights. So I'm going to, I'm going to match you. I'm going to tally you here. I'm going to get that strap and I'm going to be wearing it next time we go. All right, Timbo. So you got your son home. You got your mortal lock. I need your underdog. Couple things. Yeah. You know, this, I know uh, Paul Flutter doesn't have a signature win, but do you know what his signature loss is? What's that? Flatty Mike, baby. <laughs> I always forget that you're a Mike Perry fan. It shocks me. By the way, do you watch The Bachelor with your girl or anything? Uh-uh. So my buddy from New York, a uh, really good friend of mine, like one of my best friends, he doesn't watch this often. Like he doesn't watch, he doesn't, he's not an MMA guy. But so he saw us doing one forever ago and he and he sent me a thing saying, You look exactly like this dude on The Bachelor. Me? And, yeah, you. Oh. Like he's he's or excuse me, the bachelorette. The bachelorette. So it's like a bunch of dudes comp- okay, competing for the girl. Right, right. right, right. Yeah. It's a bunch of dudes competing for a girl. And I clicked on him, and you know, someone called you Drake. And so I clicked on this guy. He's a fucking black guy. Like, do you get mistaken <laughs> for black guys a lot? Like, do people a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I mean, I've never asked you. You might be you might be mixed race. No, I don't not. know. Yeah, no, right. Not. I don't care. And I'm just like, I looked at that, and I was like, uh, my buddy Josh, I go, Josh, I don't think, I don't think my buddy Tim's is a black guy. This guy's a, this guy's a, a black guy with glasses, right? Um, let me see. I don't think I can find it. It was, it's in a group chat and we, we, we talk all the time. Um, but yeah, so I need your send them home. Oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. Excuse me. I need your underdog lock. Yeah. So um, your underdog, your underdog picks are, uh, Corey McKenna and, um, uh, I think that's Marcos. Who? Mark. Randa Marco, she's a dog, right? No, she's a favorite. She's a minus one eighty four. She's a big favorite. What? Yeah, yeah I'm looking at uh, this odd shark thing. They have her at plus one thirty five. That wow. might have been who. Here, let me go to Fanduel. I could be wrong. They could have. They could have moved it. I did get them just this morning. I do get my lines off Fanduel. Um, that's why I price them at. So she was. Yeah, Randa Marcos is a. Uh, oh, excuse me, I was looking at the wrong thing. Randa Marcos is a plus one forty eight. You're right. I got that wrong. I switched them. Yeah. So. We're both on Marcos there. Sorry, I switched them. Murata is uh, is the favorite there. I I had those uh, I had those wrong. Good catch. It's really weird that she's the favorite. Right. Good catch. Um, yeah, making a UFC debut. It is kind of weird. Yeah. So we're both on Marcos, who's a dog. But yeah, that's a good catch. I I switched those up. That's gonna be my dog of the night. Wow, Rando Marcos. Dog. I'm just gonna put dogs. Yeah, the chick she's fighting is just so tiny. Yeah, right? it's it's I mean she might be like I looked up footage of her, right? I wasn't blown away. She could be one of those just exceed expectations and, and Marcos is coming off a, a pretty bad loss to uh um Mackenzie Darren, but Marcos just makes fights ugly. It, you know, if you don't finish her by submission or whatever, she's just gonna she it's gonna be a really close decision. So yeah, that's your dog, baby. All right, that's it, that's it, that's a fight. I'm gonna get that strap. I mean, I have it. Uh it's sitting over there. We obviously all ordered them besides Devin. But, but he's never going to get the strap anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, I have mine sitting over there. I'm not going to bring it on camera because I respect the champion. But next time we do this, but we'll be right here. Going to be right here on my <laughs> shoulder. I might Let's even go. wear it. Let's do it. All right. Thank you, Timbo, for doing this. Everyone, check out Tim on Twitter and Instagram. And keep up with uh, Motex Podcast, baby. That's it. Peace. Thanks, Bobby.
Later. That was the MMA Takes Podcast with Tim Mitchell. What a great guy. Good guy. That's what I love doing. That's what I love uh, starting the podcast the way I did and, and having the podcast. That I get to meet cool people like Tim, Devin, a bunch of other people have reached out to me that I've met that I, I would have never met if I didn't do this podcast. It's pretty cool. You know, um, MMA is still kind of, I mean, it's not niche. It's definitely uh, huge and popular, but a lot of my friend base and stuff, they're not huge jacked up MMA people where I can sit here and talk about them. Uh, talk about the fights with pick the fights and stuff. So, uh, much respect to the guys I've met, everyone I've met through this and especially Tim and Devin who obviously do the pick on some me. All right, that's it. No more emotional shit. That's it. I'm going to win the strap from Tim. I am very confident in my picks. MMA takes podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. Let's go. Hopefully you like the picks. Hopefully you like the show. Bada bing, bada boom. See ya. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Good. He's real good. The name is Dollar.